Hey everybody, welcome to Inside the Genie's Lamp podcast where we go on a deep dive to help you discover how to move on from yo-yo diets and away from toxic diet culture. For those of you who don't know me, my name is Travis Murrells. I'm the owner and a head coach of The Fitness Genie. I've battled extremely poor mental health, manic depression, crippling anxiety, homelessness, and the absolute rock bottom that comes with those depressive thoughts. Fast forward to today, however, I've coached over 1,000 people to reduce anxiety, heal their relationships with food, themselves, and their body. Now we have an amazing, outstanding team coaching women all over the globe to achieve the body, but more importantly, the life that they want to be living. So if you're someone that is ready to move on from the classic 90s fad diets, Slimming World, Jenny Craig, unsustainable 1200 calorie meal plans, and you want some freedom in your life, then this is the podcast for you. All of our coaching is one-on-one and 100% customized to the individual. We find a middle ground to start from and build the program around the client as opposed to trying to get a client to fit our system. We decided to say, fuck it, throw out the previous designs of the fitness industry and create something that actually works. Designing it from scratch every time a new client wants to change their life and signs up. So I'm not gonna keep you any longer. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram so you can engage when we're looking for feedback, ideas, discussion topics, and all that fun stuff. But otherwise, enjoy this episode of Inside the Genie's Lamp. Welcome to the Fitness Genie podcast. Head coach Laura here. And in this episode, I'd like to just go over my current training philosophy, I guess, and my background in regards to my movement practices. Because currently they are quite varied and maybe a little bit different to your standard gym training. So hopefully this can be useful for anyone who's wanting to switch up their training or, um, yeah, trying to do something different. (laughs) So for the first six years of my training life, weight training life. I just did your standard squats, deadlifts, pressing, pulling movements with dumbbells and barbells. And it was great. I definitely reaped the benefits from training that way. Um, I think by the sixth year of me doing that, not that it was getting monotonous or boring, but there wasn't much more that it was offering me. I wasn't learning anything new. There weren't any new skills being formed because it was all kind of the same stuff, really. And it was just getting a little bit boring. But I was forced into different styles of training because of lockdown, because I didn't have any gym equipment. I had, uh, I didn't have any barbells or dumbbells when we went into lockdown and the gyms were shut. So at the time when the coach that I was training with, he recommended I start... Uh, training with sandbags which I could easily order online now all of the dumbbells and barbells online that we were trying to get hold of were either ridiculously expensive or they just the stock wasn't there so I was kind of forced to try this new modality of training now when I describe a sandbag what I mean is just literally a giant sack which is specifically designed for training with it is like a strongman piece of equipment and you put your own sand in the bag tie it up And there you go. You can do lots of fun things with it. You can have different weighted bags. So I have a 30 kilo, 45, 60, and an 80 kilo bag. I only started with the 45 kilo bag 
and then worked my way up to be able to do stuff with my 80 kilos. My intention is to get some more, but for now I'm happy with the, uh, with my four, four little babies. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I was training with them outside, which is another amazing thing about them is you can, you just have one piece of equipment. Like I just had the 45 kilo bag that I was able to do so much stuff with, um, outside, didn't need a gym for it. I could just bring it back in the house and they can, they great for sitting and sunbathing on as well <laughs> and using them as tables and stools. Anyway, when I introduced sandbag training, I have to say I found it quite difficult to pick up the skill because it is very different to using barbells and dumbbells. You have to bring a lot more tension to the movements because it's an awkward object. You can't get away with using momentum or gravity. You have to have to put in the effort to lift it. Otherwise, you'll probably end up hurting yourself. It's also so great because it's an awkward object. Like, it's not a straight metal bar. It's so much like more like real life. Although people don't like to use the term functional training, it is kind of functional training. Anyway, doing that sort of style training with sandbags has been great for, like I said, learning tension better and understanding movement more as well. I incorporate sandbag training um, minimum once a week. I go through phases of just sandbag training as well um, and removing certain barbell or dumbbell movements and just exchanging them for sandbag movements in order to help me with my technique or when I have injuries or anything. What I do with it is lots of squats, lots of carries, um, different style of squats as well. You can do front squats with them, backs, uh, well, I guess you could do back squats, but um, like hugging squats. So you'd have the weight on the front, like a zercher squat. Um, you could do cleans and uh, over the shoulder catches as well. You might've seen that if you follow CrossFit recently in the latest CrossFit games, they actually had sandbags. Woohoo, I was very happy. <laughs> but they had uh, a... Um, one of the workouts was a sandbag ladder where they had to throw the uh, sandbag from on the floor to their shoulder and work their way up in the weight. But yeah, utilizing the sandbag training was amazing and I have no intention of giving it up whatsoever. I had a lot of uh, comments from my neighbors during lockdown being actually really, really interested in what I was doing. I actually was a little bit self-conscious about starting this new modality of training because I was, I guess, a bit nervous about the judgments, but having just positive reinforcement and people being so kind of curious about what I was doing, I had my neighbors asking me to introduce them to sandbag training because they thought it looked like so much fun. So it was really, really awesome. But yeah, after lockdowns happened and all that, I also got into uh, flexibility training. I had so much time on my hands. So I started introducing more, um, passive stretching, setting aside good solid 30 to 45 minutes on just stretching my muscles, just as in like an extra little session to, I guess, get more mobile and flexible, but because I had a lot of time on my hands as well. From that, I started up with my current coach now who, um, is, an expert in 
flexibility training and he introduced me to a whole new way of training where you can utilize strength training to help you with your flexibility and vice versa. So it's not just a case of passively stretching, but also uh, incorporating tension in order to build on the end ranges in certain movements. And I found that really fascinating because I never really saw the movements that I was doing in the gym with, with the barbells and dumbbells as actually a way of also improving my flexibility I only ever saw it as just looking good and getting strong from that as well I also got a great fascination in old strength style um, training this incorporates movements from that I think it's the 1800s and 1900s, the kind of initial era era of weightlifting, where there were very, very different movements. So not the standard ones that you see in the gym now and in your programs. Um, they were very different, but I found that they actually really, really helped with the imbalances and injuries that I was having in my body. I still, I love incorporating them and combining them with standard training because I have reaped the benefits myself from moving my body in different ranges, twisting and doing all sorts of different things. But it's like they've filled the gap, the gaps in my body that I was missing in my other training. Hey everybody, just wanted to jump in here to remind you that Christmas is just around the corner and one of our busiest time periods for signups is late November through to around about mid-December. One of two things happens around this time. One, people either start for around about four to eight weeks before Christmas, obviously depending on their start date, so that they can get the foundations of their health journey and what works for them in the tangible sense. Then when we come back into it in the new year, we just flick the switch, keep doing what we were doing and away we go. Or number two, what's most common for clients of mine is they lay down their deposit and start paying off the program now so that their payment schedule is extended, which helps out the budget a lot. From there, they're locked in and ready to go for when we come into the new year, knowing that they're secured, we have a start date, they have their program already in hands, they're in and they're committed to smash out the new year with a coach that is not going to let them fall into another shitty resolution thing that they've always done. This is the last quote unquote weight loss thing that you will ever do for a resolution. We can guarantee you that because we teach our clients to make us redundant. So if you are interested in this, check out our website for details, www.thefitnessgenie.com.au or visit the link in our Instagram bio for everything else Fitness Genie. But for now, back to the episode. So doing much more twisting and rotation work, uh, including more end range practices and sandbag work, I've now developed this sort of, I guess, <laughs> holistic practice of working with tension and flexibility and strength-based style to tick all the boxes to get strong, feel mobile, feel better within your skin as well, and to have fun and have something varied. And I think that's really, really important. I do incorporate these different styles into my client programming as well. I mean, not everyone has sandbags available to them. If they're interested in actually buying them, then that's great. I will incorporate sandbag style stuff into their training because it's so, so useful. Um, but definitely the uh, older style 
weight training movements, I definitely incorporate into their um, movement practices. And they all feel so, so much better for it. I think it really depends on how you coach the movements because um, you have to remember that no movement is bad. Although so many fitness professionals and gym goers judge others for doing things a little bit differently. No movement is bad. It's just dependent on whether your body is prepared for it. Like just look at contortionists. They get into crazy positions, but they're fine. They're not breaking themselves. They're actually trained to be able to do that. So your body is really, really versatile, but obviously the more restricted your training, the more restricted your movement practice and just your daily lifestyle, obviously the the um, the more dangerous it's going to be to do some of these movements. And that's where um, good programming is involved to introduce you to these things gradually and slowly and open up your body in a healthy, sustainable way rather than just getting you to do something crazy and hurting yourself. <laughs> but yeah, I thought it would be interesting to kind of walk you through the way that I've developed my own training methods and how much they've helped me. I feel fitter and more mobile because of these different ways of moving my body. And they're not the standard things that you do in the gym. I actually found I felt more broken when I did just do your standard gym program. And I think that's why I've opened my eyes to not being judgmental myself when I see other people doing different things, being much, much more open-minded when it comes to moving your body. And it doesn't really matter on what your goal is, whether it's performance or uh, muscle building, looking a certain way, they all have its place because it helps you uh, get more out of your sessions, like I explained with creating tension in the body and stuff. Um, it also makes the movements feel smoother and better. And in your daily life, you'll feel better too. Like if you're mo more mobile, you can move your, your joints better. You can stretch out further without hurting yourself. Well, that's beneficial to anyone, <laughs> no matter what sport or modality you're in. So yeah, that is, uh, that's pretty much it. I hope you find that interesting. And, um, if you are interested in working with me to learn, how to incorporate these different training modalities into your own movement practices, please let me know. Um, I would be happy to assist and make you love movement as much as I do.